welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, and I am your host, Wren. On the podcast, I get to chat with a friend who has a passion to share, a story to tell, or a dream that she is pursuing. On this episode, I get to chat with my friend, Lindsay. Lindsay is wife to Ryan and mom to three sweet children. She is a stay-at-home mom who co-owns a consignment sale in her city in North Carolina. She's also a creator of the ministry blog, Missional Motherhood. You've probably heard of it. And somehow she finds time to paint for her latest venture, Lou Paints. Her nickname is Lou, so Lindsay Lou Paints. What I love about Lindsay is her initiative spirit coupled with her heart's desire to follow the Lord's leading in all areas of her life. We chat about what it was like growing up as a PK, a pastor's kid, and now as a worship leader's wife. Also, we chat about how she started her ministry blog, Missional Motherhood. You will hear the intentional way she's using her gifts. And also, we chat about a healthy drink that I think the whole world is drinking except for me. She tries to convince me to try it again. So, you will be encouraged and uplifted. And let me tell you, we, we were um, on the phone texting probably for 20, 25 minutes before we even started recording. My Skype was not working. I had to reset the password. There was a weed eater out in our cove. (laughs) Weed eating, the garbage man was coming. And Lindsay was super patient and sweet. And we finally got Skype working. And so at one point I texted her and said, hashtag not today, Satan. Because it was just one of those mornings. But anyway, she was patient with me and we got it working. And so here it is. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. having me you're excited absolutely (laughs) okay so um funny so the way I met you I think the first time that I met you was when you and Ryan were getting married and my mom was your wedding (laughs) coordinator and I helped her which was totally out of the realm of where I needed to be like I, I, I know that was not my gift that was her gift but not my gift and I remember seeing y'all, and we were looking, we were walking y'all to the reception. I was assistant coordinator to her, and we were watch, watching down in the courtyard, and we were looking through the window, and we were, like, gazing at all the people. I mean, it was <laughs> it was packed. It was huge. It was, it was ridiculous. Yes. And if you're like me, my wedding was big, but, I mean, it wasn't like that, but it was big, but it was because of my parents. It wasn't because of me. No, I didn't know a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Was it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, how are you? <laughs> Good to meet you. Yeah, exactly. I see somebody I know way over there. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. I mean, and so I just remember meeting y'all and looking over and, and gawking at all the people before y'all yes. could go out there. It was kind of, it was sweet, but. It was a sweet day, though. <laughs> anyway, how many years ago was that? We've been married nine years. Okay. Yep. All right. And how many yes. kids? Tell me about your kids and your family. Okay. So we have three kids. Um, we, let's see, I was making some little notes. So we've been together for 13 years. I'll tell you that because, um, I'll backtrack to this and then I'll tell you about my kids. Um, 
So when I was a senior in high school, Ryan came on staff as an intern at the church where my dad was a pastor in Alabama. And we went on a mission trip and we're just one of a few people who were kind of younger. And so we spent a lot of time together that week. And that's kind of how we initially got to know each other. But he's like six and a half years older than I am. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yes. So since I was barely 18, we kind of had to, um, do the, you know, he came over and hung out with my family the rest of that year. Some, and then officially we could date when I graduated. Okay. Okay. I love it. Okay. How so all in all, that's been 13 years ago Okay, and three kids later. So Ivy is first grade. She's six and Ruthie is four. Um, she's in preschool and then Charlie is about to be two, and I snuck him into preschool by the skin of his teeth <laughs> because it's at our church, and I put him on the wait list, and they were sweet to me and let him in. <laughs> yay, yay, yes. You're like, come on, let's do this. He's so ready. <laughs> That's right. He's ready. He's, he's going to be the best in the class. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's great so, that it's at your church. That's huge. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. It is How did you come up with their names? I love all three names and they're so unique and I love it. How did you come up with them? So I thought that I wanted to name Ivy Evie with an E, but we started to kind of know a lot of Evies. Mm -hmm. And so I actually just found her name in a name book, which I like is kind of corny. (laughs) No, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, But she's Ivy Elizabeth. Elizabeth is my grandmother's middle name. And then Ruthie... Um, I knew a little girl named Ruthie growing up, and I just always liked that name. It's cute. I like and that. she's Ruthie Gale. My mother-in-law's name is Gale. Oh, okay. And then Charlie is actually Charles Thomas, okay. and that was my great-grandfather's name. And I just like kind of older names. I do, too. And Ruthie, my grandmother um, on my dad's side was named Ruth. And Ruthie, yes. that's perfect with a little I-E. Yeah. Ooh, so cute. Well, oh. our name for <laughs> we had picked out if we were going to have a girl was Evie. Um, E-V-I-E. So yeah, it's sweet, but I like Ivy cause you don't hear that. That's not very common. Yeah. I only know maybe one other Ivy. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. and she doesn't. Care, so. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Okay. And uh-huh. so back. Okay. So you met Ryan, your husband, when you were a senior in high school and mm-hmm. then when did y'all move to Memphis? So my parents moved there. It was in 05 when I was going to college. Okay. Okay. And where were you at college? Were you down in Alabama? Where were no, you? I ended up at Union University in okay. Jackson, Okay, where my whole family went. Okay. I wasn't sure where <laughs> you were when all that, because you yes. were in, so you were in college when he came to Memphis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I yeah. can remember all that. All right. So you have three kids in preschool and school uh-huh. and your husband, what does he do? So he is the worship pastor at our church. And um, so after he worked as an intern at the church in Gardendale, Alabama, he ended up coming about a year after my parents to Memphis. And he kind of worked his way up there in the worship ministry. And um, then I guess after we had had Ruthie, she was not one years old yet. We got a call from our church now. Um, We both had known the pastor, John Mark, for a long time. I actually grew up in the same church as him, but Ryan met him separately. And so anyways, when we got a call from him, he's just kind of someone who Ryan has always considered the idea of working with. He thought it would be Mm kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And so um, we came up and visited and just fell in love with the area. And we've been here for four years now. Okay. Yay. Yeah, we like it. Okay, so I know, so your dad, 
is yeah. pastor of a mega church. And he is the Southern president of the Southern Baptist Convention. And your mom is author, teacher, founder of Arise to Read Memphis. Tell me, how was that growing up <laughs> as a PK, a pastor's kid? So, so growing up, honestly, the church that we grew up in was, or that I grew up in, my sisters did grow up at Bellevue, um, but I didn't. And so I was in college when they went there. So the church that I grew up in was still a large church, but it was a little bit small enough, I guess, that it just was that hometown church, you know? Mm -hmm. And I honestly just never felt an extreme pressure growing up as the pastor's kid. I feel like that had a lot to do with the people in our church. They didn't put that pressure on me and just kind of let me be a kid, you know, and learn some things the hard way and make some mistakes and not put that pressure on me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so honestly, it didn't, it didn't affect me too much. I don't think growing up and my parents were actually really intentional. They, they really tried to limit things that they would commit to Mm -hmm. um, so that they could be at everything that we were involved in. They didn't, they honestly never missed anything. So mm-hmm. I think that would be where my resentment probably would have come in if I felt like they were gone all the time, but they really weren't. They weren't. So it um, wasn't, a, yeah. and, and even now as your, you know, your husband is a worship pastor, how does that work with, you know, daily and Sundays and Wednesdays? And how does that work with now your young family? Do you feel, how does that look? Okay. So honestly, I'm so used to ministry life, Mm -hmm. that some of the things that probably would be an adjustment for some people are just second nature for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to having to get everybody ready for church and to church in their classes by myself. Right. But that's how my mom always did it. And so that's just all I know. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we're running in there like (laughs) completely falling apart. Um, But let me tell you, I have one, and I it was something the other day, and I was like, I need to do an Insta story right now, because I was like, I have one getting one ready. How in the world do these moms do it with two, three, four kids? I was like, I... I'm not, well, to be, I, I, I'm not meant to be, I'm not meant to be that because I couldn't even get one out. I was like, what? <laughs> well, honestly, I feel like some people are just a lot more organized naturally than I am. So I have to force myself to yeah, adapt a little bit, you know, mm-hmm, and be a little bit organized on Sunday morning. Um, and then otherwise the times that it really bothers me or I guess affects me, not necessarily bothers me yeah. is when we're at things like the fall festival at church or something. And I've got all three kids mm-hmm. going in different directions and Ryan's working it and right. we live, you know, 12 hours from grandparents and I'm just hoping people like don't get lost <laughs> right. or run over. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that that would be hard. Yeah. Okay. That's great. But otherwise, I mean, that's a tribute um, to your parents of how intentional they were about um, only committing to things that you know that they knew the family could all do. Yeah. Um, and not well, and they're busier. They're busier now than they ever were. Yeah. Yeah. When we were growing up, I mean, they were always busy, but I feel mm-hmm. like things have just taken off now that they're empty nesters and they have the time for it. But even still, they're very intentional about. Mm-hmm. grandkids and yes. coming to visit, you know? Yes. Um, so we've kind of worked it out, my mom and I, to where my dad lets her come every two or three months. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So yeah. it really works out. That's it's good. Fun. That's good. Well, and I feel like, yeah, they are a lot more busy, but I feel like they do carve out time with grandkids and they're going to they three do. different, well, two different 
Well, no, four different because now Bethany will have hers in a yeah. few weeks, right? In October? Yeah, yeah. And Allie and uh, my sister Allie, her family lives in Oklahoma, and we're in North Carolina. And then my other two siblings are in Tennessee, but, yeah, you know. That's spread out. So, y'all, they've got to, they have to be intentional about it or they wouldn't yes. see their grandkids. And then y'all come and y'all, y'all stay with them when y'all come. Um, yes. To, we, to we try to come a couple of times a year. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's a long drive. Oh, with, yeah. With, with the kids, kids. <laughs> 12 hours. That's, it's a long drive. It takes and then, longer than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's 12 hours driving time, but not. Not kid time. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Kid time, potty time, break time. Let's run exactly. around the car time in the park. Yeah. yeah. You have to do that. Yeah. Oh. That makes a difference. Okay. So y'all are in North Carolina. I thought you were. Mm-hmm. We are. We're right outside of Raleigh. Mm, so pretty. Yay. Yes. Awesome. It's awesome. Um, and Apex is where our church is. Mm-hmm. And it was voted, like right after we moved here, one of the top cities in the country to raise a family. Oh, wow. So cool. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's Germantown is too, Germantown, oh, Tennessee. Okay. I didn't know that either. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Kind You're like, cool. yeah, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, really let good. me ask you um, a few years back, you started a blog, a ministry blog, and it was called Missional Motherhood. And tell me how that began, how, how you came up with that idea. I love it. And anyway, tell us about it. I love it. Okay. So that was actually right after we moved to North Carolina and I didn't really know anyone. And I was staying home with a two year old and Ruthie was seven months old at the time. And honestly, I think that I just didn't have a lot to do. (laughs) So I started, I started writing on a personal blog some Okay. and I just really enjoyed the whole writing process, and that's kind of how I flesh out things the Lord's teaching me, um, just things I'm learning along the way. And so anyways, I kind of just got the idea one day that it would be kind of neat to gather up some women that are in different stages and seasons of mothering and just encourage one another in that way and grow together. Um, And I also just had a burden for mothers who maybe didn't know how to go to the Lord in the word um, and in prayer themselves. And so just to be able to help equip them in that, because I feel like that's the most essential thing that we can do to, to be able to get through mothering, honestly. Right. And I haven't always been able to do that perfectly. I think seasons of mothering change, you know, when you've got a newborn and things like that, it's kind of ebbs and flows for me Mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. Um, For all of us, it does. Yes. I mean, and I think God gives you grace in that. I mean, he sees right where we are. But mm-hmm. anyway, I just kind of had the idea. So what I did is I just prayed about it. God laid a group of women on my heart, and I ended up calling each one of them, and every one of them agreed to do it, which was a surprise mm-hmm. to me. That's um, great. And I had to—I'm not very techy naturally, and so I had to figure out how to build a website and all this stuff. And Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yes, and, and we kind of had some drama at first We is a long story, but the first one we built crashed like after the very first post. And oh, so no. we had to rebuild it on a new system and it oh, was, my goodness. anyway, so we put a lot into it, but yeah, it's been going now since, um, I'm trying to think it's been like Sorry. three and a half years or so. Wow. Like that. Well, yeah. and I love it because each one of those women that you've chosen are really gifted in writing. Like that is their jam. I mean, you know, you, you picked, and I know the Lord laid on your heart specific people, but they really 
write beautifully. They get the point across, but it's just mm-hmm. beautiful writing. I mean, y'all could make a book. Y'all could write a book, you know? I thought about that. We have plenty to be able to do like a devotional mm-hmm. or something. Yes. Yes, you could. Yeah. You could. Well, and you can find so. anything on there. I mean, you can find um, women that have struggled with, you know, infertility and miscarriage. And then yeah. also women that um, have gone through a separation in their marriage and how they yeah. recovered from that with kids. And I think it's just, a, it spans a lot of different women going through different things. And so I think and it's that, something that for everybody. That was my hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be, I guess I started thinking, you know, it's, it's one thing for me just to continue to write because I enjoy it and I want to, mm-hmm. to share in that way. But I feel like it's more impactful when we hear from more than just one person. You know, so many people have something to share and they may not have the opportunity to share it. And so that was one of my goals is to give that opportunity to some women who I knew had wisdom to share, but maybe didn't have an outlet for that. Right. Well, it was, it's, it's been great. Even if you wrote it, it would be great. But I like that of all the women that just have different experiences, like you said, I love that. So where can we find that online? If we want to look at the blog. It's missionalmotherhood.com. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm just excited to follow that and to follow you because you have started something recently with, I mean, you are a great writer, a great mom, (laughs) a great ministry minister. um, I don't know about great or any of that, but (laughs) worship pastor's wife. And now you're an artist. Like, I'm like, you just like picked up the paintbrush and like, yeah, I guess I'll go paint today. I'm like, how did she do that? How did well, you get started with that? So honestly, it's kind of funny. You know Christy Hall. I don't know if everyone yes. listening will, but okay. she is an amazing artist in Memphis. Yes. And she led a couple of like little painting. It's not, it wasn't necessarily a class. It was just a uh-huh. painting night. And I went to a couple of those and mm-hmm. I thought it was super fun. But honestly, I was not good. Like, I just thought, this, I am just so bad at this. And so I didn't think much about it. Yeah. Well, last year, it was, it was about a full year ago, um, I was visiting my in-laws, and they live on the lake, kind of out away from just a lot of things to do other than things on the lake, you know. Yeah. And um, we were there for a couple of weeks, and she had some paints and, some, like, some nicer paints than, like, what I have for my kids, you know. Uh-huh. And so I just kind of got into playing around with it those couple of weeks and I thought it was just kind of relaxing. I don't know about you, but yes, motherhood and life, I get like wound up sometimes and I need (laughs) something to make me chill, but I relax better when I'm also working on a task. Okay. You're like your mom, aren't you? That's just (laughs) like your mom. Productive. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Which is not always good. (laughs) No, it's good. That's awesome. That's neat. So anyway, I just found that that was something that I enjoyed to do and just kind of kept practicing and did some things of my kids and some little things that I had just wanted to try. And then Mm -hmm. I slowly started having people ask me to paint things for them, which I did not understand why (laughs) anyone would ask me to do that. Oh my Um, goodness. And so a friend of mine encouraged me to make an Instagram page just to keep all the things that I was painting in one and so I started that, and now, like, it's been, I mean, maybe six months right. since I started that. And, um, I mean, I have stayed busy, and it's just yeah. been kind of crazy. Well, and the art is beautiful. You did, well, you did a giveaway, 
at the beginning yes. of it. And I was yes. like, yeah, give away. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe <laughs> you were just starting it. Like I couldn't, I was like, no, she must've been doing this. And then, I mean, it's just great. But anyway, and so you painted my little boy and our dog yes. and it is it so fun. cute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't wait to frame it and put it in our house when we move. I'm, I can't wait. So you are definitely well, gifted. Thank you. Are you are using I your gifts. It. It's so. fun. And honestly, too, I had been praying um, just for the Lord to open up a door for me to be able to help contribute financially for our family. Mm -hmm. And in this last year, um, the painting thing happened. And then kind of randomly, I got the opportunity with a friend to own a kid's consignment sale that was in between ownership. That's awesome. Which I think is so fun. It's just twice a year, like one uh. week in the fall, one week in the spring. And so, anyway, it's been fun. And I get to still be home with my kids, which is my heart. And, mm -hmm. and you know, and I say that, and I thought about this even before talking with you. I remember, you know, that I've only been doing anything for a year like that. And so, before, I remember feeling like, okay, I see all these moms who have these other things they're doing. And I mm -hmm. feel like I'm totally at capacity, like, right. washing laundry and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, mm -hmm. now that I'm doing all of this. You know, I'm having to kind of find the balance. I'm having to right. realize how much that I can say yes to and what I just really don't have time to say yes to right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning a little bit how much I have time to commit to when it comes to all of that. Um, but then at the same time, like if you saw my kitchen right now, you would probably laugh. It's, <laughs> it's well, and, and sometimes it needs to be like, it's okay. It is okay to do that. But it's just not all done. It's not all done at the same time. And that's okay. That's right. Yeah. You cannot. And they said, where did I see it? I just read it somewhere on someone's Instagram and it said, I know what it was. It was the nester, the blogger, the nester. And she said, if you have a total clean house, that means that your your kids are not having a normal childhood or something like that. I'm totally yes. probably messing it up. But it was saying if you have a, a totally clean house, then you're not living or something. And I was like, preach, I need that niddled on a pillow, yes. you know? <laughs> well, I, I can't remember where I read this either, but it has just changed my life, I feel like, this past yeah. year or two. Um, it was something along the lines of changing the way that we measure a successful day. Because previously, a successful day to me was getting all of it done, you right. know, making sure everything yep. was done. The house was perfect when my husband walked through the door and dinner was ready and, like, everyone was happy and mm -hmm. that I had real spent life. quality time with my kids in the floor <laughs> playing. And, you know, I'd had a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you brush your teeth, makeup, everything. Yes, right. we had left the house that day at least one time, that kind of thing. Right. And now I just feel like, you know, if I, what's going to make today successful? Today, mm. you know, I finished a painting while my kids were at preschool. My house is a wreck, though, but that's okay because okay. I finished a painting that right. I needed to finish. That's right. And then also just, you know, doing something like stopping what maybe feels like the tyranny of the urgent to spend that time with a kid that needs the extra attention, mm -hmm. um, where my natural instinct would be to go and do the laundry. Yeah, lot, definitely. You know? Um, and so I guess just measuring success differently than I would by nature has helped kind of take away some of the pressure. Absolutely. And I just think I can enjoy life better that way. <laughs> well, and then everybody else can too. And the kids yes. are happier too when we exactly. take that time to, um, I also heard on another podcast that they, they were talking with, um, no, it was a parenting, it was a parent, um, at school. They were, um, had these psychologists in here in, uh, Christian psychologists 
um, what's her name? Sissy and David. Anyway, they're in Nashville. Um, parenting, uh, brothers and, no, uh, anyway, it's great. It's really good. He wrote the book. You're <laughs> <laughs> really great. I know they're going to be like, what? Uh, not like they're listening or anything. <laughs> they may be. You never they know. may be listening, but no, he wrote The Art of Nurturing Boys. And it, have you heard of that? I got it. And I can't wait to, to start it. Um, cause the talk that they gave was amazing. It was an hour and I could have listened to them for three hours. And I was so grateful for our school to bring them in and just say, parents come free. We'll feed you lunch. Yes. It was awesome. But anyway, he said that he was counseling a boy that was a teenager and he had just lost his mom. And mm -hmm. he, they said, what was your most important memory of your mom? What do you remember about your mom? And she had just passed away like a month before. And he said, I remember um, her putting a quilt down in the floor, putting candles and setting the table like it was on the floor on a quilt. And we had dinner in the floor. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, of all the Disney trips and all of the um, soccer and, um, and, taking vacations and going to the lake and doing this and doing that. They just want to sit in the floor with you. They just want to spend yeah. that time with you. And I thought, mm -hmm. how, what a great picture for me to say, okay, I can do all this elaborate stuff and not of any of that is bad, but it's just back down to the basics of they just want you to do something fun and creative with them. And I just thought, yeah. great. That's what we need to know. We need to take the pressure off, yeah. but we also need to do something as simple as that. That's meaningful to them. That's intentional. And I loved it. I was like, I'll never forget it. And even if it makes a mess, like it really, right. It, you know, on a Saturday, if my girls love to paint too. So mm. a lot of times they'll want me to get out some little canvases and paint with mm. them. And it just makes a huge mess every time. Uh, I bet. But that's a successful morning, though, you know, mm -hmm. regardless mm -hmm. of the mess. And so mm -hmm. I think that's the whole thing, just changing the way that I have that I think about it. Yeah. Because it's so easy for my personality to pressure myself to have it all done and be just wound up all the time, you know? Yeah. And, and even, like, even on Sundays, I know that's hard because that's a work day for Ryan. But yes. um, of having a day where it is rest, you know, where yes. you're not having to do everything. And, um, mm -hmm. and that makes such a difference in the week. And I'm thinking, if God did it when he created the world, then we need to do it. That's been really on my mind and heart lately of just having that rest. Because you need it yeah. for the week, for sure. For sure. And, and naps. <laughs> <laughs> naps. I told, I told my son the other day, I said, honey, you're going to want these naps one day. I know. He's like, I'm not yeah. sleepy. I'm like, yeah, you are. <laughs> and I'm, lay, I'm lying down with him. I'm like, yeah, you are. Lay down. Come on. Let's rest. Let's all rest. Because, and I'll fall asleep. I'm like, i got to get stuff done. But it's, it, is, it is great when you do have that time. But, yeah, naps are yeah. good. Naps I mean, sometimes good. that is the most productive thing you can do for your demeanor later that night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Time. Yes, take a nap. And not too long. One time I took it like yes, that's an true. hour and a half. And Jim was like, no, it's proven you have to do 20 minutes and then you're up. I'm like, no way. He's like, well, you're yes. going to be groggy. I was groggy the rest of the day. I was like, okay, no more like long naps. But little ones, oh, yeah. Gotta oh, yeah. Nap. I set the timer. I'll set the oh, timer that's for like near 30 minutes and just lay on the couch so that I'm not so comfortable in my bed. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good And tip. I don't do that every day, but every once in a while. Yeah, it's every just once necessary. in a while I need to do it. It's yeah. good. Okay, so tell me one more thing I forgot to ask you. 
Does anybody has anybody ever given you advice about it? Being yeah. Ryan's wife of saying, "Hey, do this. This really helps if you do that." Or even your mom to give you advice and say, yeah. "You know, this really works for our family in min- in in the realm of ministry and how to yeah. lead your okay. family through that." So I've got a spiritual answer and a practical answer. Oh, good. I like it. Okay, so just spiritually speaking, um, my mom, I'm both my parents, um, but I just have vivid memories of my mom talking to us about this. Um, Just teaching us from a young age how to have an eternal perspective Mm. on even how we spend our time. Mm. Um, That's good. And so it kind of does help, you know, ease that resentment that you could feel toward, you know, why are they going to this right now or you know, pulled in this direction or that, because you know that the purpose is the advancement of the gospel and the kingdom of God. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. And so when you have that perspective, it does kind of make it all easier. Right. Um, and then just practically speaking, my, I saw my parents do this and Ryan and I are trying to get better at this. Um, they always would be intentional about having a monthly calendar, like a calendar date kind of, and make sure that they both knew what was on the other person's schedule and what was going on with the kids, what maybe do they need to say no to. Um, And they would even schedule in, like, they would write on their calendar family night and things like that so that if someone asked them, are you available for this Sunday school party on Friday night? Mm -hmm. They could say, I'm sorry, I've already got something on my calendar. And it was game night and pizza, but still it was important. Right. Uh, That's awesome advice. Yes. Yeah. And so I just feel like that's kind of a practical answer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because in ministry, I I do think one struggle is you feel like you have to say yes to every Mm -hmm. request. You Mm -hmm. feel like Mm -hmm. everyone has a pressing need, you know, and Mm -hmm. that you have to be the one to meet that need, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I've kind of learned some of those things may not be meant for you to help meet. You know, you uh, may be stealing the blessing from someone else by jumping to, you know, to mm, do every single thing that needs to be done. That's um, good. Yeah. So you don't have to do it, do it all. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. So this is the fun part. I mean, not that any of this hasn't been fun, but the fun part, the short answer part where I ask you my eat, read, pray, love segment. And it's okay. just fun. So I love eating. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I love snacking. What is a favorite snack or food that you can't get enough of? Okay, so I really like dessert a, a whole lot. And so yes. to temper that, sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, bug in my throat. Sometimes I will do like a cut up banana. Uh-huh. With peanut butter or almond butter on top, but then yes. I like sprinkle all kinds of chocolate chips on it. Oh, good <laughs> idea. <gasps> it That's is so delicious. Good. I had the other day I had banana and peanut butter. I didn't do the chocolate chips. I'm gonna go get some chocolate chips. It takes it to a whole nother level and you won't uh-huh. be able to do it without them ever again. You see. <laughs> so at breakfast I'll be having my toast with my peanut butter and my yeah, and honey and then chocolate chips. Okay, is it yeah. semi sweet or milk chocolate? Oh, for sure not milk chocolate. Okay, no. okay, okay. This is my sweet. No, okay. you, yeah, totally. Okay. Or just the dark chocolate. The dark chocolate. Do you know that that one is the healthier one? I, I'm not a big milk chocolate girl. Really? <laughs> almond butter or peanut butter, <laughs> banana, and chocolate chips. Yes. So good. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> I might have to go have that. Oh, and you have to have a really cold LaCroix with it. 
Have you gotten into the LaCroix thing? No, ma'am. They're disgusting. Girl. I know. But then you start <laughs> to like it. Are you serious? What flavor is the best? Because mom has started to get on that kind uh, of carbonated water kick. What is right the best? Now, right now, I'm drinking. Um, what is hold that? on. That looks like that's French. Yeah, so I can't read that, but it's like cherry lime. <laughs> okay, now, like cherry lime, it's from Sonic. Is it the same thing? Kind of. It's not like sweet, so that'll be the difference. But I'm such a Diet Coke person, I'm trying to okay. get off that. Okay, gotcha. Or at least like lower the amount that I drink. Right. So LaCroix has helped me with that because really? I need to feel the burn. Like I, it needs to burn my food yes. on my throat. Like, yes. That's what I need. <laughs> Okay. And it's, but it's healthier because it doesn't have any, like, there's no sodium, oh, yeah. there's no sugar. Yeah. I mean, it's just like carbonated water, but flavored. It's I mean, like natural yeah. flavored. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So is that, that's the only flavor you like or do you do all the Oh no, kinds? I've liked all of them really. <gasps> really? What about? Yes, but it took me a while to get to that point. You really need to persevere. Okay. 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 Cause I'll try, I tried start, start with like lime or lemon because most people like okay. lemon water. Okay, and yes. just kind of got the carbonation to it, you know. Okay. And then eventually, I think the next one I liked was grapefruit. But I don't like grapefruit, like, in real life. I just like the LaCroix. Right. First. And it's called Pamplemousse, which that's even that's more like, fun. Because you can say, I'm going to go have my LaCroix Pamplemousse. Yes. <laughs> so, for real. that That's something you need to keep working toward. Okay. I, think I, will, try. I will try. I will try. I will. Because I love water. And I only do water because yes. I don't do caffeine. But that would be a – I just – sometimes you just need a little – I guess you the do. carbonation, you need something flavorful, yes. not just water. Like so, with pizza or chips yeah. and cheese dip, you yes. totally. Uh, let me tell you, I just had, I stood around mom's, we had Labor, Labor Day was yesterday, and I stood around her island and ate, I don't know how many Rotel, chips with Rotel. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many I did. So, I need that to make it feel better you do. about myself. So, okay. Yes. I'm going to try. Yes, I'll do. try. I'm going to buy some, and then mom can have some, too, because she loves she Keep loves me posted. That. I will, because I was at first like, yeah. So, I will. <laughs> I'm going to – I'll try lime, because I like – and I might try that cherry limeade. That sounds really good. Yeah, it actually is good. It's a new one. I've just gotten okay. this week, so. All right. I might have to – I'll try it. I'll trust yeah. you on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, next one is read. If you're a big <clears throat> reader, what do you like to read? What are you reading right now? So, um – Currently, I'm reading a book by Watchman Nee. It's called The Release of the Spirit. Oh. And it's kind of like a little bit more heady than some of the things that I normally read. So I'm not trying to sound super spiritual. That's just the one that I no, picked great. up off the bookshelf. I that's read great. it the first time when I was in a discipleship group years ago, and I just picked it back up. It kind of is along the topic of some other things I've been studying. So. Okay. That is one thing I'm doing. And then I also have gotten into the Audible app. Have you done that? No, I keep hearing I need to do it. Yes, you totally do. Okay. Um, and so I've downloaded, the kind of books that I download on there are usually like parenting books, practical books, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things that honestly, sometimes when I'm sitting there reading them, I kind of get bored, but I need to right. learn like the information. Yes. So I like to listen to those things while I'm cleaning or, mm -hmm. you know, driving. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Or I, like on the treadmill or something like that. Yeah. That's great. And I heard that and I love listening to podcasts. So I think, I think I would it's, be well suited for the audible app. Yeah. I'm a big sure. podcast person too. And so, yeah. okay. I like that. Yeah. What are your favorite podcasts? 
what do you, what have you like listened to? So I have totally listened to your podcast. (laughs) You're sweet. (laughs) And, um, the ones that I usually go back to, I can, I hop around sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I like, um, the God centered mom. Yes. I listened to that one a lot and the inspired to action podcast was one of the first ones that I did. Yes. I heard about that recently. I've started listening. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Um, and then let's think, I sometimes even just will find like preachers that I like and mm-hmm. listen to them on there. Mm-hmm. And then Jen Wilkins Bible studies you can listen to on there. Oh, I need to do that. I know that name. I've yeah. never done a study, but I keep hearing her name. She is awesome. Okay. And she's written some really good books about Bible study and women's ministry. And okay. Okay. Yeah. She's involved with the gospel coalition. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Great. Love that. Good. Um, and then I've listened to some others, but I think those are probably yeah. the most consistent. And then sometimes yeah. I go old school and I listen mm-hmm. to, um, uh, what's the one? Focus on the family, like your mom yes. would listen to when you're growing up. Yes. Oh, my mom still listens to it. And then she yeah. texts me and says, hey, you need to catch it this morning. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Now it's on the, the podcast app so I can go to it easily. Used to, she'd be like, Get a radio and turn to six. I'm like, Mom, I don't have a radio. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, exactly. So, yeah, she's, I, do, I do listen to that because they have some really good stuff about parenting. I mean, they really do. Yeah, ooh, and I grew up listening to or hearing my mom listen to that. Yes. Like, she would turn the radio on while she's doing stuff around the house. Yes, totally. So, it's kind of sentimental. It is. It is. It's kind <laughs> like of weird. nostalgic now, a little bit. It is. Nostalgic. Good deal. All right. What is something you're praying about? <clears throat> praying about right now? Okay, so I'm always praying for different things for my kids, of course, and for my husband, um, for our church, you know, and those kinds of things are kind of rotating. But lately, um, I feel like I'm, I'm not trying to answer things that are like too spiritual. No, sounds, it's but So this kind of is in line with the Watchman Knee book that I'm reading. It's all about um, basically allowing your flesh and your outer man, as Watchman Nee would call it, mm-hmm. to just die so that your spirit man and the Holy Spirit in you can be um, active and alive and working mm-hmm. through you mm-hmm. and that we're not stifling that. And so I honestly have just been praying that for myself and for um, some women that I have been in Bible study with and things like that up here, because I feel like as women, we get caught up in like so many times we're easily offended, you know, and we're we're all about our rights, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. in this generation especially, and just that selfishness, you know, and I have just been asking the Lord to kill that in me, and to be honest with you, if you start praying that, He's going to give you a lot of chances to practice. Oh, huh. right. <laughs> that are so not fun. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just mm-hmm. the daily stuff can start to grind on you even more, because I just think it just shows you how much... How sinful you know, we are. Yes. Just mm-hmm. how, yeah, how selfish and mm-hmm. sinful my heart is. And so right. I just want the Lord to be able to, um, I don't know, to be able to do whatever it is He wants to do in and through me during the day without me being so focused on what I want, you know? That's great. That's great. And just being open. I've been praying that recently um, of just doing my word this year. I never got a word. To, uh, I, I did, but not really. It was just do, like just do it. And whenever mm-hmm. I, cause I, so many times I've felt something and felt the Holy Spirit say, Hey, go do this or take this yes. meal to them. And so many times I haven't done it. And so now I'm trying this year 
is just when he speaks to me, it's just do it. Just do it mm-hmm. immediately. And it's funny, this story, I'll tell you real fast, but um, our old neighbors at our other house down the street, we used to live down the street, and um, they moved um, to Nashville. But anyway, she texted me one morning. It's like, oh, we sent our UT tickets our football tickets to the old house. Can you go get them? They're really expensive and nice. Can you go get them and mail them to us? And I was like, sure. So I went to where they used to live and we had just moved a couple months ago. And so I knocked on the door and um, the lady, they're they're, uh, older and retired. And she came to the front door and she said, oh yeah, here you go. And so she gave them to me and then I, and she asked how our house is coming. We're building a house. And then um, and she goes, and she came out to the front porch and closed the door and she said, I don't know if you know this, but my husband, after y'all moved, um, he um, received a diagnosis of brain cancer right after y'all moved. And I said, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. So I got a chance to pray with her right then. And I thought, you know, if those tickets, God gives us so many opportunities to work, to to minister to people. And I thought, thank you, Jim, that I get to stay at first, that I get to stay at home, that I'm a stay-at-home mom, and that... um, that they sent those tickets to her house by accident. And I was like, it's not. And Jim said, it's not by accident. And I was like, no, it wasn't. It was not. And I got to pray with her and just to just extend that love, no matter how old we are. You know, like they're in their 60s and I'm in my 30s, but it doesn't matter. Like God's going to bring certain people to you to minister to. And I was just so grateful for that. And it just. Yes. I think that's, that's kind of right where I've been too. Like what the Lord's been showing me. And I think. Sometimes our natural tendency can be to think we've got to do these big things, you know, for the Lord. But really, I think a lot of it is just being aware of the people that cross your path that day, you know. And um, maybe something that you read that day um, is for them, you know. Just to be sensitive to the Spirit in those moments to know when He's prompting you and um, how you can be Jesus to that person. And I think, too, as women— so many times we struggle with that inward focus. And like, mm-hmm. even if we're going to Bible study, like who's going to sit by me and mm-hmm. you know, am I, am I going to be by myself or mm-hmm. whatever? Yes. Um, yes. It, yeah. And honestly, we just started this new thing in our church. We're doing D groups, like uh-huh. a church wide thing. And we've had people worry they're not going to be in a group and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I think that's such an easy way for us to get distracted about what mm-hmm. the purpose of it is, you know? Right, right. Um, and just allowing the Lord to help us to look outside of ourself and our own interest. And mm-hmm. if you're feeling that way, so is somebody else, you know? Right. It's the same thing that I teach my first grader <laughs> when she goes to school, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. But sometimes those lessons are just hard for us to learn and we still struggle as adult mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. And that's true with, like you're saying, like with kids, it's like, hey, find the one, find the person that's sitting by themselves at lunch or find them when they're, um, you know, looking lonely. And that's, boy, when we're telling it to them, it's like, I'm telling it to myself because it's so hard as women, like you said, to get in that rut of of just being so consumed with ourselves. That's totally me. Right. I don't want to do that. (laughs) We're just so busy and oblivious to what's around. Like you may not, you know, be just being selfish. It may just be. Right. You're just so busy and right. unaware. Right, right. It's just, the, I like that word, aware, being aware of mm-hmm. surroundings. And now the trash people are coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's my like first favorite that, day ever. Was, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, one more. How, what are you loving these days? What is something you're just loving? So, I am loving YMCA child care. <gasps> 
Okay. And I'm getting back into running because of it. Are you? Are you? Yes. So, yeah, I got into running in college and then like pre-baby mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And then once I started having kids, I just stopped. I'm, no. I get so sick when I'm pregnant and then uh, I just don't have any motivation after that. No. The kids are here. Yeah. Well, you're running around taking care of them. Yeah. So you're, and you're not eating much, you know, like I was never yeah. eating much. So it, it happened, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been pregnant or nursing or mm-hmm. whatever for, you know, five Seven or six years, years now. Yeah. And, um, I, so now that my son's almost two, mm-hmm. I've joined back at the gym and I'm okay. sticking those little lovelies in childcare and I'm Love putting it. my headphones in and listening to a podcast and that's running or awesome. whatever. Great. And honestly, it's been good for me. <laughs> that's great. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So you pay a membership and then is it childcare free? Or do you pay for that when you go? included with my family <gasps> membership. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. And you can, they can stay in there up to two hours. And actually, I have not done this myself yet, but there are moms who drop them off uh-huh. and then go sit by the pool and read. Yes. Preach, Seriously. Girl. I love like, it. I really think I should try this before <laughs> the pool closes. Like, closes. Yeah. Well, exactly. So. How funny. No, but that's great. <laughs> that's so good. Whether you run or read, it's all good, you know? That's exactly. great. Okay, I love that, that you're loving that. That's good. Yeah, I'm uh, loving it. Awesome. Good. Okay, okay, so I know we didn't really get to talk about Lou Paints. Well, a little bit we did. So tell me where people can find you um, okay. on online and on social media for Lou Paints, your painting business. So it's it's really just Instagram right now. I have okay. not done Etsy or anything because... Honestly, I just know that I don't have time. No, and if you're getting orders, I mean, people can direct message you on Instagram right. for orders. So, yes. I mean, that's all you need to do. I saw my friend Melissa. She got one of your pumpkins. Yeah. And she put it on Insta stories. I was like, <laughs> oh, I need to get one of those. They are so cute. Thank you. Love yeah, it. so, yeah, it's been kind of just keep um, keeping me mm-hmm. steadily busy. And so, Good. I'm on there. Um, my Growing up, everyone called me Lou or Lindsay Lou. And so... That's where that came you. from. Okay. So it's just L O U Paints. Okay. L O U Paints. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll put it in the show notes below when I post it so that everybody can go get some art yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah. And go follow Missional Motherhood. And it's still right now, missionalmotherhood.com, right? It is. Yeah. And okay. I think I don't think that's going to change. It's not changing. Okay. Change. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And they can find you on Facebook too on, um, for Missional Motherhood. Yes. Missional okay. Motherhood is very active on Facebook. Good. And I Instagram love... Instagram is not as active as it's going to be. So okay. just bear with us. No, that's good. <laughs> and then I got an email when, when there's a new post, I get an email that morning. Yes. So, you can subscribe yeah. via email I love and you'll that. get all the new posts. Right now, I think mm-hmm. they're doing one new post a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's Just great. do like three a week. Which was a yeah. little bit much. Yeah. Well, I think one a week is perfect because you I get it in your, and you get it in your inbox. I love that because then I can go um, and read it, you know, when I go get my email. So, love it. Yeah. Love all that you're doing and that you you and your family are doing for the kingdom. So, thank you so much for well, talking to me. And thanks so much, Lindsay. And you have thank a great day. Thank you for day. having me. Bye. Absolutely. Wasn't Lindsay so encouraging? I had so many takeaways from our talk, but the two that I want to tell you about are the family game night that her parents would sit down years ago when she was growing up in their home and schedule a family game night. I love that. They would put it on the calendar and nothing else intersected with that. So I love that um, that she's going to do in her family. And also just 
how we just need to look outside of ourselves and just get in on what God is doing. I love that, and I'll tell you, I'm about to go get me a peanut butter banana with chocolate chips all over it. It sounded so good when she was talking about it. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can find us on Facebook and also on Instagram. I love doing Insta stories, and I'd love to catch you over there. Share this with a friend. Be encouraged, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.